Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DVD Today. It shows a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. I'm your host, Justin, and this week I'm excited to be joined by two of my good buddies. I'm going to start with the one just a little north of me. Mike, how are you, man? Good to see you. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm uh, been busy with work. You know, I've, I've said before, used to this night stuff isn't too bad. Uh, I wound up talking to you odd hours of the day, but uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, the girls are happy. We're in that last week of school kind of thing. So Sammy's very excited. She made the cheer team for varsity. She's she's really excited about that. And we um, we're getting in those final stages of planning the Disney trip. You know, so when you kind of have that on the horizon and something to look forward to, it's good. Uh, Mom's coming to town for a couple of days, so lots of good stuff in the next couple of weeks. So we're we're very excited in this household. Yeah, I got to I got to spend about thirty minutes with you prior to this. <laughs> yeah, you know Disney IT problems. You know, um, obviously I had this. We had this trip planned. I mean, f- obviously, as you know, once we planned this trip, the first thing I did was book our trip uh, to Boardwalk for me, Laura, and the girls. And then as time comes on, Sammy's now here. She wanted to bring a couple of her friends to come on the trip, and then Sarah wanted to bring her boyfriend. So I wound up adding another room, different reservations. So we we're trying to get everything all meshed together uh, in the Disney IT world, trying to get all of our uh, park plans uh synced up and it was kind of a headache and i was kind of saying some adult words and i wasn't really happy and so i just called my buddy justin to vent and the pro that he is was able to help me out and get everything figured out and realize why the reservations weren't syncing up properly and that's why you as as good as a disney expert as you think you are that's why you need an agent and that's why thankfully i have one who's one of my best friends who was able to take care of me today yeah, it was a quick 10 minutes. We got to spend some time together, too, before we recorded, which I liked. Uh, well, I love it, man. Um, well, I tell you what, it's been busy here. We went to Kenny Chesney last night, Riley's first concert. Um, we've got the end of the end of the year. She's had her ballet performances. She's had uh, tonight her, her performance. I don't really know what it was, guys, to be honest. It was like a singing slash dancing slash maybe some hallucinogens, things like that going on. Uh, it was a little off the wall, but it was a lot of fun. Made me laugh, and that's what uh, that's what I love about it. But I am really excited tonight. Dave is in London as we speak. He is over uh, having some fish and chips, uh, enjoying some time over there. And our good buddy Joe is, uh, I think, doing something for work, or I don't know. He's with somebody tonight. Wasn't able to make it, so we had to call in the backup. We had to call in somebody that we know, we love, the great, the powerful, my co-host over at Universal Unleashed, Mr. Dan Rossi. How are you, man? What is going on, boys? I am. I'm so happy to be here. You know, I was uh, really excited when you invited me on, and uh, you know, I, I wish everyone was here. I wish Dave and and Joe were here, but uh, I guess if they were here, you probably wouldn't need me. So I guess I'm glad they're not here tonight. Get them so, out of here. We'll take Rossi tonight. I like yeah, it. It's uh, everything's going great. You know, school's almost out now. The kids are down to their last couple of days. We're getting ready for summer break. Going on vacation in a couple of weeks, and you know, I'm hopefully going to be checking in for the DDP cruise later on tonight. Yeah, man, midnight tonight. So I'm I'm gonna stay awake and, and do mine as well. It'll be uh, be fun, guys. We've got H2O Glow. I know everyone kind of got their tickets, and if you've not got your tickets yet, 
uh, for that. Make sure to either get a hold of us or grab those um, so you can come hang out with us at H2O Glow. Micah, you got yours today, I think, and yep. uh, Dan got yours not too long ago. Yep. So we've had them. That's going to be a lot of fun, fun evening. That's not an official DDP meetup for that weekend, um, but there's a lot of us going. So if you want to come hang out, have some drinks, uh, let the kids run around, do some slides, you know, act crazy, dance, all that, we would uh, we'd absolutely love to see you there. So hope to see you at H2O Glow. That is on um, Saturday the 9th. Uh, I think I nailed that. I got Mm -hmm. it. It was funny. I said the wrong date last one, and I had multiple people texting me going, oh, no, I bought the wrong tickets. Like, listen, people, facts are optional whenever you're doing a live show, okay? And we'll we'll settle it out later. So it is Saturday the 9th. um, So if you want to get tickets, grab those Saturday, July 9th, and come hanging with us at H2O Glow at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. Um, Guys, I am really excited. We're going to jump right into this topic because I think it's going to take a little bit. And then I've got something really special that I think has confused you guys uh, for the Patreon part. But we will jump into that in just a bit. You know, the one thing we've noticed as people are going back in the parks, we just recently got a, or were able to get close to and hug and be around our favorite characters. And it got me thinking, you know what? If I had my way, if they said, Justin, you get to make all the decisions for Disney, because people right now are screaming. They're like, no, don't let him do that. Which characters would you have in the parks all the time as a meet and greet. Let your mind just be blown to any character that you want to do. And so we said, you know what? Let's come up with our top 15 Disney characters to have a permanent spot in the Walt Disney World parks. And now, look, we're going to bend the rules. We're going to break the rules because this is our dream and we can do with it what we want. And so, guys, let's jump right into it. Mike, I'm coming to you. These are in no particular order. These are our top 15. Um, Mike, I'm coming to you for the first one, man, because this was one that you brought to the list and said, I'd really like mm-hmm. to see this. And we used to be able to see this years ago. Yeah, I was. I knew it was available. I didn't get a chance to see it. It was out for a limited amount of time. I think it would be fantastic, especially with the expansion with the whole Galaxy's Edge area over in Hollywood Studios and the Jawas. Uh, everybody I know who got to experience meeting them was really cool. They would actually trade stuff with you, and they would not trade stuff with you. If they didn't like what you had to offer, they wouldn't take it. And if they if they liked what they had, they would give you something for it. Uh, I thought it was a great meet and greet. They were actually gotten rid of uh, pre-COVID, so it wasn't even like one of those COVID casualties where it was whatever the, you know, the meet and greet was too uh, I guess risky whatever the case might be but it was a one of those things that got taken away before COVID which was which was kind of surprising um, I don't know the reason why they eliminated those those characters in the meet and greets used to be able to go over to that uh, that launch bay area where you get to see all the other meet and greets they would be kind of walking around and they would interact with you and it was really cool having them over there uh, I'd really love to have them having them walk around the, the whole Batu area over there or you know in Galaxy's Edge would be amazing I mean it would just really fit the part of uh, the whole narrative of the story you get back there and to see them walking around and be able to interact I think would be fantastic but uh, why they got rid of them I don't know but uh, I definitely missed them and I never got a chance to actually interact with them so even though they were there before there's somebody who I really want to be there. Dan I um, I've done this I, I did this meet and greet a couple times I, I really loved it it was fun I tried to trade with them they always told me no we're not trading with you and your nonsense Here's where I get really upset with them taking away the Jawas. Us short people only have so many opportunities to, you know, really become the characters, if you know what I mean. And (laughs) they've now taken away one, and I hate that, you know. Uh, Did you ever have a chance, Dan, to go over and check out the Jawas? 
Oh yeah, well, like we went there back in I got pre-COVID times. We would go there, and they would just be like Mike said, they were walking around. Occasionally, you would try to get a, a, a selfie with them. They would kind of take a picture with you. Um, but it was it was really cool because again, they were just kind of walking around, and you know, they didn't have a handler with them or anything like that. They were just walking through that part of the park, and you know, you occasionally they would stop and talk to you briefly, and then you know, you can get snap a picture, which was really cool. And the sounds they make is what I feel like the same sound Riley makes in the mornings when I'm like, all right, you got to get in the car. And she's like, you know, and just makes that sound. So uh, that's that would be a great one, man. I hope they bring that back. You know, look, Star Wars is bigger than ever. The way Disney's taken this product and just pushed it. And and now we're getting so much stuff with Disney Plus coming out and all the new shows. And I mean, they were just today, you know, announcing some other new shows that will be coming. So, look, now's the time. And uh, now they have the perfect land for it, like you said, Mike. Put them back there. Put them in Galaxy's Edge. You know, put them on Batu, and let's go interact with them. It'd be really, really great. Um, I'm going to take us to number two um, because this one I think is super cool. I didn't think of it, and then Mike, when you said it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this would be an amazing not only character." And you know, a lot of people don't think of this as a character. It isn't a character. It's a very important character, but it would also be a great interactive experience for the guest. And the way I picture them doing this is like having a private room, kind of like when you meet Chewbacca. It's where it's only your family in the room, and you're going in. And that's the magic mirror. Mike, how cool would it be, man, to be able to go in and interact with the magic mirror? Yeah, you know, there are two interactive things that you get when you're in, you know, when you're in Disney World now. Uh, you know, you get the interaction when you were in when it was open was the laugh floor. You know, they would kind of interact with you on a, on a personal basis. Yeah. But obviously, that was in a huge room. And it was nice how they kind of would kind of cater and personalized to maybe making fun or poking fun at something that you were wearing or your dress or how you were acting. That kind of interaction was great. And then over in Epcot, they had the talking, talking turtle with Crush was very cool because you could interact there. But I think having that, that, that magical character of the magic mirror would be really cool too. And having a private room and having them interact with you that way, I think it would be a really cool um, experience and something personal that would be different every time you go there. And it's actually pretty COVID safe. So, uh, you know, you don't got to worry about any kind of interaction so i mean for the for the times that we have now that would actually work out pretty well uh dan how cool would it be to do this kind of like the old character spot in epcot where you had you know multiple characters in a row and maybe you start you know with some of the other characters and then you move down to the magic mirror and that's your last interaction yeah this would be great i mean this could this this could work on so many different levels because if you have a little kid you can have a different experience but if you have an adult in there uh, it could definitely go a little bit sideways with the magic mirror, you know, with whatever you're talking about. So, again, I think this would be a really cool spot, and I would definitely be waiting in line for this one. Magic mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who's your favorite podcaster of all? Well, Mike it is. Oh, man. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Dan, moving on to number three. This is another one. I'm surprised they haven't done this because I think it would be a great meet and greet. Uh, take me to number three. Number three, Quasimodo. I mean, you know, who would not, you know, especially, you know, with uh, the fireworks show that they've had over the last couple of years, you know, every time you see anything from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, everyone is, you know, screaming out loud. They love it. They love Quasimodo. And I think uh, people would love to see this. Can I admit something? Yeah. I remember when this came out and I was a kid, I used to stand on my bed and just scream sing out there out there waiting in the sun you know oh so good man so i would love that plus 
I mean, I, I relate to Quasi. Lovable, you know, a little goofy looking. Love that dude. <laughs> um, that would be a, a great meet greet. So I'm a little surprised they haven't done this. And like you said, I think Disney's realizing, one, it's one of the most underrated soundtracks of any Disney movie of all time. And they need to put everything uh, um, Hunchback into Nighttime Spectaculars, into character meet and greets, into uh, parade floats. You cannot get enough Quasi and his buddies, Esmeralda, uh, on in, on Disney property for me. You agree, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. Super underrated character, super underrated movie, and I think it needs a lot more love in the parks. I'm going to come back to Dan for this one because this is not one that I would have thought of. I have, once again have to admit to something. Uh, it looks like this episode is called Justin Admits Things um, to the public masses. I have not finished this show, guys. I've oh, still not finished it. And it's, shame on you. It's been out for quite a while. Take me to our number four, buddy. Uh, well, I mean, this one seems to make sense. I mean, it's so popular, and that would be The Mandalorian and Grogu. Um, I mean, I think it's entirely possible for them to pull this off, especially I know they had a meet and greet. Uh, I think I don't know if they still have it, but it was at Hollywood Studios. It was a Guardians of the Galaxy one and they had Baby mm -hmm. Groot. Yeah. So there, I can totally see them being able to put something together where you can get Grogu and the Mandalorian uh, for a meet and greet. And this one would be it would be incredibly popular. I like the show a lot. Mike, Mike knows I'm out of everybody. I'm the least Star Wars fan. I don't know. You know what, though? I might be a bigger Star Wars fan than Joe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever seen it. <laughs> I think he's only watched the original trilogy, I think. I don't the, know uh... if Joe's ever watched TV before. <laughs> Does he own he's a not, television? He's not a, he's he not watched, a, he's not a TV guy or a movie. He guy. watches NASCAR. He watches NASCAR. Did you see did you guys see him trying to take his bowling ball through security at Disney mm -hmm. Springs to go to Splitsville? Mm -hmm. I did. I did. They looked at him like, are you crazy? Like, what are you no. doing? <laughs> have you ever done Splitsville? Mm -mm. I have not. Oh, it's great. Uh -uh. It's a lot of fun. It's smaller than you think, like with the lanes area. Um, but the food's pretty good. I mean, it, it's like burgers and, you know, it's like pub food. Wings, quesadillas, stuff like that. But it's pretty good. It's um, I, I recommend it for a family. It's a nice little evening out at Springs to go do some bowling. I will say this. It's kind of hard to get a lane when in the summer when it's busy. You really got to be on top of it and get over there and get your name on the list because they don't they do not do reservations uh, for the lanes. You can make dining reservations, but they can't do reservations for the lanes. So. Do they have a lot of lanes there? How many lanes? Not do they really, have? man. If, if you you take for example like your local um, bowling alley, which this will tell you how funny it is. When Joe was visiting me, we passed the West Ashley Lanes. Okay, I've lived in Charleston now for fifteen years. I've West Ashley Lanes. I drive by it almost every day. I've never stepped foot in there. And he goes, "Oh my gosh, it's the West Ashley Lanes. They got great burgers in there, and it's a fantastic spot." I'm like, "That's where people, I think, uh, you know, go into. I don't even know what they are doing in there. I've never been in there before." Um, that guy loves bowling. He absolutely loves it. So uh, anyway, but yeah, they don't have a ton of lanes, Dan. That's why it makes it tough to get a reservation over there. So I recommend yeah. getting there at like four, you know, and getting your name on the list and, and being ready to, to bowl that evening. Um, moving on to our fifth one. These are two people that uh, I know one of them would love to bowl. The other one would probably have a hard time since he does not have opposable thumbs. That is our good buddies from the north, Christoph and Sven. Uh, Mike, really cool meet and greet. We do get Anna and Elsa in Epcot, but being able to get Kristoff and Sven, I think would be really neat. 
Yeah, I think it would be cool. There, there, are, there are good characters. I think uh, Sven would be hysterical. I think it would be funny to hear all of his, you know, kind of goofiness. So, uh, yeah, and, and Christoph, that's an easy character to pull off. So I think that would be a good one. And Anna and Elsa, the popularity, I mean, even though that they've kind of beaten it to death, it's still, listen, the lines are frozen, it's still long. The meet and greets are still long. So I think if they had one for Christoph and Sven, it would be long also. I wouldn't mind seeing them. Well, I don't know, man. I, I just had some clients in the park, and um, they were sending me pictures which that's the coolest part of my job is whenever I get these pictures and stories from, from clients and their, their kids first ever Disney trip. And you know, they have had, like most people, they've had a rough couple of years and now they're able to go and celebrate these milestones as a family. And I got to see pictures of their daughter meeting Anna and Elsa and meeting some of the other princesses. And you realize how, I, I don't know, man, I, I think I take for granted sometimes the character meet and greets, the importance they play in a Disney vacation. Because the joy that these interactions brought these kids just, you can see it in their face. Like, it's almost like the highlight of the year is getting to see these characters that they idolize from TV. And I think that's really cool. So it's hard because I'm like, oh, well, we've done on and Elsa. Maybe you're them bringing Christoph as Finn. But then again, you see those, you know, little princesses that go in and love meeting on and Elsa. And I, I, I love that. But it would be cool not to bring up the park down the street, Dan, but with Kristoff and Sven, you kind of see this type of interaction with Donkey and Shrek, or you did see it before Shrek got closed, over in Universal. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they could easily pull this off because, again, they have Sven and Kristoff on a Disney cruise, you know, at Rapunzel's Royal Table. So, I mean, it is something that they can definitely do. Uh, and like I said, Sven is so funny. And it would just be, I would be a character, or a, it would be a crowd favorite to be able to go see him. All right, let's move on to number six. Now, everyone, take your lawyer hats off, put your imagination and thinking and dreaming hats on, because we are moving on. Dan, I'm going to let you take this one, because this is one you added to the list. We cannot see it on the East Coast. Uh, no. Maybe someday, but you can't see it on the West Coast. Go ahead and take me to our number six. Uh, I love Spider-Man. So I want I want some Marvel characters. I guess if you know if I could pick any of them, it would probably be Spider Man, just because uh, again I did a Marvel Day at Sea, so you do get to see, meet some of those Marvel characters uh, on a Disney cruise. And Spider Man is just so entertaining and so interactive with 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 the guests. And he's funny, he's witty, and he's probably the, the one of the favorite characters I met during uh, our Marvel Day at Sea cruise. Was he friendly? I mean, he's just he's funny <laughs> funny witty friendly everything i love him <laughs> mike got it mike got I it i got it i got yeah. it um look, he's, the, I, he's your friendly spider-man there you right? go <laughs> yeah. we got him he, he came around um i there it's all it's, it's all good uh you know you can go down the street once again and see him you know dan and i do the podcast universal unleashed with mike mike joins us when, uh, every now and then you can go down there and see him it's not a great spider-man i'll say that it's a, a little, little rough. A little, little bit of a beer belly. <laughs> bit of beer. It's like if I played Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, what's wrong with Spider-Man? He doesn't look neighborly or friendly. <laughs> Get over here, kid. Take a picture of Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> Mike, would you, do you wish all this just didn't exist so we could have Marvel characters over here? I do, uh, and you know, Spider-Man is definitely a good character. Uh, the, the whole universe... 
the Marvel dates, he's great. Having him on the West Coast is good. The whole legal thing becomes a pain in the neck, obviously, you know, uh, with, with, with trying to get them over there. Uh, there's quite a few other characters I'd love to see and quite a few that I'm glad they don't have. You know, I don't, I don't know how good you would have a Thor. You know, I don't know how good you could pull that off. But uh, you could pull off a really good, uh, you know, uh, uh, Black Panther. You know, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's plenty, of good other, there's plenty of other good ones you could add in also. So, yeah, it's kind of sad that they don't have that. But... Um, well, yeah, I guess you can go down the block and see it if you want to. Yeah. Now I'm I'm gonna defend I'm gonna def- defend that Spider Man because we went and now again it it's been a long time, but we did visit him in 2016 I think and and we had a really good experience and like I said I I, I think I mentioned this before but he he kind of like took over the camera from the camera guy and he started taking pictures of my kid because they happened to be wearing like a Spider Man shirt so they loved it so maybe since 2016 he's kind of fallen on hard times mm-hmm. over at Universal and. You know, he's kind of gained a little weight. COVID, and, COVID hurt know. us all a little bit with the whole quarantine thing. <laughs> Did COVID just doesn't fit him like, like he's a, uh, a photojournalist type of person. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a little. Mommy, Daddy, why Spider Man smell like meat and cheese? It's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on. I'm gonna take you to mine. Uh, this is one that I've been screaming about on this show for years. I think it would be one of the coolest meet and greets. We do not see enough villains in the parks. I think that I don't even see this guy as a true villain. I think that he is a much-needed addition and compadre to the main man, Mickey himself, and that is Pete. I want to see a Pete meet-and-greet in the parks, and I want him larger than life. I want to be able to walk in, have the, you know, like back in Tomorrow at the Big Top, Tomorrowland at the Big Top, when they did the the character meet-and-greets back there. Walk in and have it larger than life, you know, where he's got maybe his RV set up, and you get to meet him and, and interact and do all that. Pete, for me, would be one of the greatest meet and greets to be able to do. I would wait probably almost every trip. And I can't say I do that for many other characters. I do it for Mickey. I like to get my Mickey picture every single time I'm there. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if I wait every t- Do you all have a character you wait for every single trip? No. No. Yeah. No. Me either. You put Pete there, and I'm doing it. Would you guys like to see a Pete? I mean, look, he's the original bad guy. Yeah, he's the the first villain, right? He's the first well, dude. So. I remember back before the old Fantasyland expansion, they used to have the Pete's Garage. They had that little spot back there in the back. I think I got a picture of it somewhere. For And that's how the girls got introduced into the old school characters, because they asked who Pete was, because they, they didn't know back then. I mean, I knew who it was. So it was kind of good to show them when you saw the Pete's Garage, explain to them who the character was, show them the old school stuff. So anytime you can kind of bring it back and maybe kind of educate the younger generation on some of the older stuff that they don't see, you know, it's not as prevalent anymore, I think it's a good idea to have that out there and i think pete would be a great character speaking of villains let's move on to uh number number eight on our list mike take us to another villain that we would love to see in the parks uh one of the best villains in the toy story uh history of all of their movies and that would be lotso i mean he was he was a great character uh we 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 loved him i mean we love to hate him um he was a a fantastic villain and i think he would be an amazing meet and greet lotso never had a redeeming moment in the movie like, you think he's going to have a redeeming moment, and then he doesn't. But yet still, like, I have the plush, the Lotso plush. I say it's for Riley. It's not. It's for me. Um, like, most, like most plushes. I have the plush. Um, I think this would be a great meet and greet. Once again, we get another Disney villain in the park, something we don't get enough of. Bring Lotso on. Make it over the top. Same as Pete. Uh, Dan, you agree? 
Oh yeah, is he is he gonna smell like strawberries yes. when you walk in? Yes. Then yes, one hundred percent has to. <laughs> I've told I've told you guys this before. You know, we're talking about other look. We're, there's only so many so much room on this list. We might have some some uh, you know additions that we'll throw in at the very end that we think of. Um, but I have once again. I love how I say I have. <laughs> they're they're Rileys. Like I buy them for Riley, but there's sure certain do. ones that somehow stay up here in the office area and they don't go in her room or get kind of get put away. I have a bing bong that I bought in the Disney parks probably six years ago. How long has the inside out been out? Like six years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a bing bong that he still smells like cotton candy to this day. I don't know what magic Disney used to make him smell like that. But to this day, after six years, he still smells like cotton candy. That's Disney magic. I can use an air freshener like that in the bathroom. <laughs> what if I just hung him from my? Uh, what if I just hung him from my my rearview uh, mirror in my car? You know, people got in there like smells delicious in here. I'm like, I, hmm, look at him. Yeah. Not only that, he's a full of imagination. Um, <laughs> let's move on to. I think I, I'm kind of shocked these are not in the park all the time because we have seen meet and greets like Launchpad McQuack and Scrooge McDuck. Coming to Animal Kingdom recently, um, kind of being a staple in that park over the last couple of years, and that's Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Dan, how excited would you be to see the the, uh, the three brothers there? I mean, this kind of brings out the, the the kid in me because I I as a kid or you know as a as a, a young kid I watched Ducktales all the time. So I mean that's a show that I loved, and I know they have been around occasionally. Uh, you know, I kind of looked it up, and I think they've been, they do have the characters around. I want to say in Disney, maybe Disneyland Paris, but again, it's, it's, they're characters you don't really see around. So it would be, it would be really cool, bring back a lot of memories, and I would love to see Huey doing Louie. I don't, I, I don't know why they don't do this one. This is a no brainer yeah. for me. You get three and one. It'd be, I mean, it would be a great meet and greet. You put them with Uncle Donald. Yeah. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Really? Mm-hmm. Let me make DuckTales, Mike, let's just admit it. Did you watch DuckTales? You're a little bit older than me. I did. I did. Yep, I watched yep. it. Yep, my brother would watch. One well, brother and sister would have it on. So it was just kind of one of the, it was on by default, but I enjoyed it even though it was on. I didn't I didn't go out of my way to watch it, but it was quite on quite a bit in the household, so. DuckTales Rescue Rangers. Mhm. I mean, stop it right now. I would still watch <laughs> it. Right. We so Katie and I um I guess I should should mention this. Um Happy anniversary to my lovely wife. It was this past weekend. Uh, 11 years that we spent together. It's been an amazing, amazing journey, the fact that she has put up with me for this long. Um, we went to Greenville for the weekend just to kind of get away. And uh, Greenville, South Carolina, beautiful city. For those of you who have not visited there, go, go check it out. I couldn't sleep one night. So about 6 in the morning, she wakes up, and I'm laying in bed, and I have the TV on. And she's like, what are you watching? And I was like, don't worry about it. And she's like, no, seriously, what in the world are you watching? And I was like, Gravity Falls. Have you ever watched Gravity Falls? No. I've heard oh, of it, but I, but I haven't no. watched it. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's, uh, there's a couple of those Disney cartoons that are just somewhere Kevin Castle right now is going, yes, I, I do agree with you. Um, it's so good. So good. So right now, if you've ever not watched Gravity Falls, go check it out. It is really great um, cartoon. I know I'm all over the place tonight, but that's what makes this fun. Anyway, let's move on. 
boys, coming off, we got three more uh, trio here that we'd like to see in the parks. Cogsworth, Chip, and Lumiere. I think they would be fantastic. Mike, how about you, man? I think they'd be great. I, I love their characters when they're in the um, Beauty and the Beast. They had the stage show over there in Hollywood Studios. I think their characters would be great. I think their personalities would be fantastic for a meet and greet. So, yeah, I, I think they would be a fantastic addition to a uh, meet and greet. Dan, it's one of those things with these characters. You know, you ever hear a character's name and you think, why did they name it that? It should have been Luminary, <laughs> not Lumiere. Um, <laughs> would you like to see these in the parks? Absolutely. Like, like I said, there's plenty of room if they put it right by the Beast's castle. Uh, this would totally work. You know, you have tons of people that want to go there anyway. You know, it's, it's a hard get. So, you know, why not put that there? And, you know, Lumiere is, uh, would be a great, great It'd addition. be a great name, right? I love it. Um, it's one of those things, too, man, where, like, I, I don't know why. I look, run Disney events. Certain cast member only stuff they do in the parks, you know, we'll have like a cast member only night, which does happen. Um, certain events like the uh, DVC cruise, you get some really rare characters. Uh, D23 sometimes, really rare characters. But you don't see these characters on a regular basis. You don't even see them really in a lot of parades or nighttime spectacular yeah. stuff like that. So it just makes me wonder, like, man, as Disney, you know, it's almost, think about Starbucks, okay? Starbucks every other week's like, we've got this brand new rainbow mocha froca chapa scupa lada drink that you can get. And people are like, oh my gosh, I've got to get the mocha choca scupa rainbow lada drink, you know. <laughs> people would do that as Disney fans. If you're like, for a month period, you get to come and meet Cogsworth, Chip, and Lumiere. If you're a huge Beauty and the Beast fan, you're actually out there. Are people who will book trips just to go do that. I think Disney's really missing out on bringing some of these characters out. And like you said, they have the they have the costumes because we see them. Right. So I don't know why. I yeah, I don't know why they don't rotate this. Like, why don't you do like quarterly characters? Because I mean, there's definitely times in the park where some of the characters don't have very long of a wait. Yeah. So they're kind of missing out on, you know, moving the crowds to certain parts of the park where if you have characters you can never see, but now all of a sudden, you know, hey, in, in springtime you can see, you know, these particular characters, people would love it. And and again, those character lines would be really long again because, hey, you could only see them for a couple of months. Let's go see them. Well, it reminds me. I mean, think about on the cruise. Like when I was on board a couple weeks ago, at one point I walked through the lobby and Mickey was standing there by himself. Like, he's just standing there. There was not one person in line to meet him. I'm like, this is crazy. I walked over there. I'm like, Mick, what's up, man? You know, you okay? I want to give him a hug. Could Still couldn't hug him then. That's what kind of stunk. I've still not hugged a character yet. So just wait till I get my hands on the first character. It's going to be somebody videotape. I'll be boohooing and crying. Hopefully it's not a princess. Security will be, <laughs> security will be coming yes. in, removing me. Um, let's move on to number 11. Uh, Mike, number 11. Number 11. Now, this one we added to the list, but I could definitely see this one getting some shade because the genie is uh, is not the most well-liked person right now because, uh, you know, the whole genie plus thing. So I think he might get a little bit of lip when it comes to that, uh, you know, not liking the whole genie plus system. Uh, I know some people love it. Some people hate it. They want the fast passes back. But I think the genie would still make a great character, but I'd hate to be in his position around now. I think I think the hardest thing, Dan, with this meet and greet is we probably have one of the most iconic Disney characters 
of all time with the Robin Williams portrayal yeah. of the genie. And although, of course, you can't duplicate that, I don't know if it would be really hard to hire someone on a regular basis that could... Will, to perform that. Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That might be that rough. Might not. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he put people in place, I guess. Um, yes. Yeah. You don't like Genie Plus? Um, Dan, Genie, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Like, we have yeah. Jazz and we have the area over there to where and in Magic they- Kingdom... And they have a genie costume. I'm not a really big fan of the character that they have out because I think they could do better with it. It's just, I don't know, it looks okay. But I think if they revamped it a little and and if they can get someone that has the personality of that original genie, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. The, the one cool time I've seen the genie is at a run Disney event, multiple run Disney events, when it's the genie with the suitcase and his Hawaiian shirt on like he's about to go vacation from the movie. And that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like, that's so unique and weird and awesome and such a, like, pinpoint moment from that movie. That's a really cool photo. That's I don't understand, like, you know, we have an amazing DDP-running Sorcerer's team. If you're not joined that page, go do it right now. It's one of the most positive places on the Internet. Um, even if you're training for a marathon or you're just wanting to get off the couch, go join that Facebook page. It really is full of just positivity, the people that will motivate and cheer you on. No matter where you're starting, Dan, you were just posting on there today about you know, you you're pretty active on that page and and doing yep. your your Peloton rides and stuff like that. It's a great spot. Um, they we have some people that do like dopey and they run you know, the five, the ten, the half, and the full. And I asked, I talked to a couple of them, like, hey, like, do you stop for characters? And they're like, no, 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 I'm just running. I would be the worst running partner ever. I would stop for. Character photos and autographs and selfies, and I would tell them stories about how they impacted my life. Like <laughs> I would be there for quite a while, and you guys would just be like, "All right, Justin, are you coming?" The balloon ladies are right behind us. Like, yep. can we please move on? Um, so, I, yeah, the genie is—that's the one time I've ever seen him. Is is right there. So, anyway, uh, let's move on to number twelve, guys. We cheated, but we can do that. Um, we didn't just want to come up with one, so we said a bunch. Dan, the Disney villains. If you could pick one Disney villain, which one are you putting in the park for a consistent character meet and greet? Wow, that's that's a tough one. If, if I only have to pick one, uh, I think I would pick Hades. It's a great one. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I I know that character exists. Uh, I don't know if he's been in in the in Disney World in Florida, but I know he's in Disneyland occasionally for some special events. So, I mean, who would not love to? To, to meet the uh, Mr. Doom himself, Mr. Hades. I would love that. Hades would be amazing. Uh, Hades, you could see him, of course, during Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, yeah. He plays a big role in the stage show. And so they yeah, have a great uh, costume. They used to, <clears throat> back in my day, when Walt Disney World was not absolutely packed all the time, I remember during Mickey's Not So Scary years and years ago that after the stage show, all the villains would come down and they would line up in front of the stage, and you could get in line to do pictures with them and meet them. And, of course, they don't do that anymore. It would be, they would be mobbed because of the, the amount of people that are there. Um, but this one would be really – I mean, Hades would be really great. I think he's one of the most – you also see him on Disney Cruise um, uh, in Villains Tonight, the stage show. He, he's the main character in the whole thing. So, um, And he does a great job, just really quick-witted. You know, joking around like it would be once again it'd be hard to find somebody who could pull that off. But 
if they could do it, it'd be amazing. Mike, if you could do one Disney um, kind of villain in the parks, who is it? I think I would go with Ursula. I think she would make a great villain. I think, oh, um, she, you know, they they have that huge Ursula during the Little Mermaid show, you know, over in uh, Hollywood Studios, the uh, the show of laser beams and lights, the uh, that that old show over there. So, I mean, they could like, use that kind of getup, the huge version of her, or they could just do a regular character. You know, I'm not sure, but uh, I think she would make a great villain. You, you, I don't know if they could replicate the quality of lasers. <laughs> that they use in that stage show uh, I, anywhere I, I else. I never got to see Def Leppard in concert, so I just kind of like my second best. It's I yeah. think it's better than Def Leppard in concert, you know. But I don't think anyone's going to see it again. I think it's closed permanently. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, so you're pretty much done. Um, if I had to choose any Disney villain, ooh, that's tough. I asked you guys a question, and I didn't really think about my answer. Um, we kind of talked about her a little bit earlier. I think she's very relative. Uh, right now because of her movie that just came out, and I think I'm going Cruella. I think yeah. that's a great meet and greet, really cool interactive uh, thing. Um, you know, get her all dressed up and have, once again, that witty personality, witty sense of humor. Um, really, really good. And then, of course, you know, the Evil Queen or Maleficent. You can't go wrong there. Yeah. I mean, meeting Maleficent is, is fan. You can meet the Evil Queen if you go to Artist Point, but mm-hmm. meet Maleficent, that'd be great. Well, what what if they had, like, a villain's meet and greet? And you didn't know who it was, and it changed on a daily basis. How cool would that be? Well, so I, I did a – back in like 2000, maybe 15 or 14, there was a uh, party that you could buy. And it wasn't that expensive. It was probably like 160 bucks per person. I know it sounds a lot, but it was your dinner, it was your drinks, um, and it was a dance party. And there were four different villains that each had a kind of like a background set up at the place. And you went around and met them and had pictures. And they had, like, a full buffet of food, like, really good food. They had a bar t- a bar set up, and the bartender would make, like, specialty cocktails for you. And it was all included in the price. And they did it for one kind of season. And then they never brought it back. And then you know what they built in that building is that cars. I mean, you go in. Mike and I went in there. Mike is a car guy. Can we all be honest? That's, That's horrible. <laughs> have you done it, Dan? It would be good for an 8 year kid. The only time we did it, we did it once, so we said so, so we could say we did it, and and unfortunately, Lightning McQueen broke down halfway through, <laughs> and so I, I have never even seen the whole show, but I mean, I, I will say, you know, my boys were really into cars when it first came out, so if I had little kids uh, going to Disney World that loved cars, I'd be sitting in there no matter what. And that's, I guess, like, once again, I always say it. Not everything is made for, you know, for me or for Mike or for you. Right. Like, there's a lot of things that are not geared yeah. towards us. And so we, yeah. you know, we, 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 Mike and I sat there and watched that. And I looked at him and I was like, what are we watching? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't even tell you how much money I spent on those little cars because they were sold out everywhere. So here's your Disney resellers again. I mean, this wasn't Disney resellers, but these were resellers on eBay that would buy up these little Disney vehicles that you'd have to buy online, and I had my kids had to have all of them. And, you know, I couldn't even tell you how much money I spent to make sure that they had everyone from the Cars lineup. Isn't that crazy? But things we it do is. as parents, right? Um, yep. Mike, moving along, number 13 on our list of the 15 Disney characters we would love to have a permanent meet-and-greet in the parks. Who we got at 13? 
Well, I'm still glad they get a little bit of love, and they weren't taken down when they made the Galaxy's Edge expansion. I mean, they're still kind of on the chopping block over they're there, but definitely the, on the chopping block. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, but not if they have a meet and greet, and I think having a meet and greet would join a lot of people that would go over there. I think they should have the Muppets. Uh, Animal is one of my favorite characters of all time. I think he's hysterical. Uh, who doesn't love Kermit? You know, Miss Piggy. Uh, they have that little nice little area over there. They can definitely do some expansion, not expansion, but maybe take over one of those retail stores over there. I mean, who's really buying Muppet merchandise? anyway so uh you know go over there and have a little meet and greet for some of those guys because some of those characters are really good i mean the whole the whole the whole band from the muppets is really cool and you know fozzy bear everybody loves fozzy and gonzo i mean they're lovable characters and i think that they should probably get a little bit more love well they could do it look i mean in the magic kingdom when they had the muppet show i loved it i thought it was funny i thought it was you know really really well done really put together bring that over to Hollywood Studios and do it there. The Sweetie Chef, are you kidding me? Birdie, birdie, birdie. You know, uh, I, I, I would love this and be able to really talk back and forth. I'm kind of noticing a trend here. A trend with a lot of these is it's not so much the character, it's the interaction that we would get with the character, which yeah. really I think makes it important as, as a meet and greet. It's not just walk up, take a picture, walk away. Like when you talk about those really great meet and greets, when you talk about like, you know, Vader or Kylo Ren or, you know, um, Chewbacca, you know, talking Star Wars. And, like, even when they're talking Mickey, I like talking Mickey. I know a lot of people didn't. I liked him. I thought yeah. it was cool. So I think it's being able to go back and forth with somebody um, and, and back and forth with the character. And you kind of feel like you have that personal connection then at that point. So I absolutely love it. Dan, Muppets? Yes, yeah, no? I, yeah, absolutely. This was This was on my list. And... Like, I'm kind of surprised they don't have a meet-and-greet with Muppet characters. I mean, it, it seems like it would be really easy to do. Uh, you know, again, it could you could have kind of like a stage show area like you do with, uh, with the, the Shrek characters to some extent. So, I mean, it could totally be done. And, you know, I, I know, you know, Muppets don't get a ton of love in the parks, but I think there's a lot of fans out there that would really love to see this. I absolutely love it. Uh, moving on to number 14, once again, DDP family. Put on your imagination caps, because in our world, we can do anything we want. And let's talk about number 14, Mike, the Lion King characters over in Animal Kingdom. So many great characters from that movie. I mean, between Scar and Simba, and uh, I mean, they... they uh, some of the cheetahs. Uh, I mean, there were so many different characters and so many different personalities from that movie. You could take so many different... So many different elements from what they have and really bring them into making an amazing fan experience. Pumbaa and Timon. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can meet Timon, I believe, still to this day in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I think so. I'm not certain you can meet Pumbaa. No, you can't meet Pumbaa. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, this is a no-brainer. It's it's such an iconic movie. Do you know I've still never seen the end of the live-action Lion King? Do you remember this, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I remember because we had to leave the we had to leave the. Uh... We had to leave the theater because I think Riley fell asleep or something like no, that. No, no, no. Riley, when Scar killed Mufasa, oh, that's Riley right. started crying and told me she didn't want to be there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up taking her up to the adult-only area because there was no one there because it was like movie night and show night and stuff. And she posed for pictures all around the adult, uh, like adult pool and stuff like that, which is an area that she can't go into, you know, mm -hmm. most of the time. So I just kind of went and hung with her around the ship with no one around. And uh, I still, to this day, I don't think I'll ever watch it just out of principle now. 
I think it'll be like, <laughs> not that it's like a, like, I don't know what happened. You know what I mean? It's not going to be, I don't think there's any spoilers. You could have messed with me, man. You could have messed with me and been like, he kills Simba too and he rules the land. And, you know, I'd be like, what? No way. Um, yeah, man, Lion King would be would be super cool. It's uh, Dan. It would fit in perfectly too at Animal Kingdom. Absolutely, like Simba and Nala, I think would be the the two go tos to do that there. I mean, but I mean, it, like you said, you can have Timon, you can have Rafiki. I mean, it would be really cool to have Lion King characters, especially in Animal Kingdom. It's definitely needed. Um, I'm going to take the last one because it's one I've been screaming about for for years. They do have the character. We see it. On a regular basis, not so regular since COVID because it's not back yet, but it will be back soon, and we'll see him again. And that's Steamboat Willie, black and white. Um, put him in a black and white backdrop. Have that character interaction with the the one who started it all, the iconic. You know the the you know have have the have the music playing in the background. Being able to meet Steamboat Willie would be so cool in DCA. Disney California Adventure, you can meet Oswald, the lucky rabbit. I've met him, have a great picture with him. He's, you know, black and white. It's just a really cool meet and greet. I know they've done a Steamboat Willie meet and greet. Um, I I believe they did it at, I think they've done a run Disney event. And then I know they did it for a cast member, like, appreciation event. Because uh, I think it was Aaron that showed me a picture of yep, him. With it was Steve Aaron. Boat. I think it was his yeah. profile picture on his uh, Facebook. Yeah, page that's for a right. While. And yep. that's that's. I think it's just such a, a unique, cool um, meet and greet. So out of all these, all the ones we've listed for me, Steamboat Willie and Pete are my two big ones. So if I could have any two, and that's those are the ones I could choose. That's it, man. I would love to have those two. Mike, how important do you think? Just going back in Disney history, you think it would be to have Steamboat Willie? Well, it, it's a huge tattoo in my leg, so I mean, it's an important part for me. I mean, you know, it's uh, it certainly, and kind of what I brought back to like when I was talking about Pete before, you know, if the kids don't know about it, it has them asking questions, you can kind of school them on the old school stuff, which I think is good. It kind of rehashes the, you know, the history of what it was, because if the kids aren't exposed to it, they might not ask about it and it just might never come up. So it's good that they can see that and maybe kind of take a, have a greater appreciation of everything that they have once they kind of know what's going on. Yeah, 100%. Um, Dan, Steamboat Willie. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, for all of us Disney nuts, we, we, we know and love Steamboat Willie. But I think a lot of people that just go to Disney uh, and just kind of know Disney in general probably don't know a lot about Steamboat Willie. So, like, it, again, it's just kind of a little bit of a learning experience for people to be like, okay, well, let's let's look this up. And, you know, I, I, I would love it. Yeah. You know, we're all going to be in the park here really soon for the DDP trip. Um, we have the meetup before, we have the golf outing, we have putt-putt, we have all kinds of cool stuff. But it would be really cool to get as many DDP family together in maybe in a park or somewhere to do a picture with a character. Like for us all to get together. I think that would be a, a really unique thing. I mean, that's one opportunity we had on the cruise, Dan, you know, was take these pictures with all these people. You know, that we'll be able to have this opportunity again. You know, we're selling Royal Caribbean this time. But in the Disney parks, and, and that's it's really it's one of my favorite pictures is us on the Disney cruise ship with all I believe it was like eighty six of us on mm -hmm. the staircase. Yep, all all in one photo and one shot with our with the DEP flag, um, and and Dan will tell you. Listen, if you at all think about sailing, look, we're serious business, man. Dan knows that you know once you get on board, I'm not going to steer you the wrong way, would I, Dan? I would never tell you to wear your life jacket. <laughs> to the mustard drill just to look like a complete moron, right? Uh, 
you, you are a son of a gun, I tell you. So, <laughs> so for those who don't know, when we were on the DD cruise, this was actually my first cruise at the time. So I didn't know a lot. And then we had muster drill probably around what three or four o'clock. Four o'clock, yeah. Uh, and you know, you know, Justin, you know, Mister Comedian himself is like, hey, make sure that you, one of you. And it's probably going to be you, Dan. You got to wear your life jacket when you get to the muster drill because they're going to go over everything. So, <laughs> I, again, I've, I haven't cruised, so I'm like, I was a little skeptical. All right, you know, I, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this out. So I grab the, I grab the life jacket, I get out in the hallway, and we start walking down the hall towards our, our, our muster station, and not a soul. Not a soul is carrying a life jacket. I'm like, all right, hold on a second. Like, I'm not playing this game. So went back to the room, put it back, and thankfully I wasn't dumb enough to bring it to the muster station. Do you know how happy I've been? <laughs> walked in with his life jacket on. He would have been the only one on the cruise ship with it on. No. <laughs> they would have been so proud of me probably at the muster drill. Oh, here, look at this guy. He's really into oh, this. Oh, that's the kind of fun we have, guys, on these trips. It's always so much fun. Um, Was, hey, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't it a requirement before? I remember being on a carnival cruise back in yeah, the late 90s. Yeah, on carnival years you ago, you had to wear them, right? yeah. Okay, so you're not too far off, uh, Dan, because you used to no, have to wear them on the carnival cruise. I knew that. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't completely out of the realm of possibility. I was just, you know, he, he had that Justin smirk on his face when he was telling me this, so I, I was a little skeptical. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Sure enough. Is it the same skepti- uh, skepticism you have when I sent you the list of things you needed for the patron episode tonight? Uh, extremely. Okay. Extremely. I'm really excited <laughs> about this. Um, I, I did put out to our patron family, um, and if you're interested in becoming a part of the patron family, click that link below. Um, for as little as $2 a month, there's both a yearly and a monthly option with five different tiers, A, B, C, D, and E ticket patrons um, have everything from, of course, you get the bonus show starting at the, at the uh, entry tier. Um, you also get the show a day early, which makes it really cool. You get access to that. Um, and also access to that private Facebook group. And then as you move up tiers, get merchandise and, and more and more perks, including video once you reach a certain tier. Um, I, uh, I put out to our patron family, I said, we're recording tonight. Love your input. If you could pick one Disney character to have a permanent meet and greet at Walt Disney World that doesn't currently exist, who would it be? Um, I'm going to go through the list real quick, guys, and then we can chat about maybe some of these that stick out in your head. Cat Lee said it's Kronk. Uh, Derek Pitzer says Figment. I had to, but really Hades. So we said Hades there for you, Derek. Ashley uh, uh, Hamill says Figment. Roxanne Roscoe, the Queen of Hearts. Lori Timson Ewer says, I think Mr. and Miss Potato Head would be so fun. Uh, our good buddy Joe says the Orange Bird. Ooh, that's a good one, Joe. Um, Laura Fee says Zoswald Count. If not, Cobra Bubbles. What's, who's Cobra Bubbles? Some you, you guys look up Cobra Bubbles while I go through this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm really missing somebody here. Uh, Katarina Dupree says Dumbo. Craig McFarlane says The Rocketeer, clearly. Uh, that's another good one, Craig. That's an underrated movie. Uh, Ryan Brady says Roger Rabbit. Still don't understand why he doesn't have a gold statue. I agree, Ryan. Uh, Emilio, our good buddy Emilio says Chip and Dale is Rescue Rangers. Love that one. My good buddy. That's why me and this dude, we are right here. Simpatico. Craig Wood says Pete. Of course, I agree. Um, uh, oh, Lara Fee says, Jacques and Gus Gus, Gus Gus, uh, meet and greet. If not, there should be. I agree. I really miss Merida, but I would definitely pick the Sanderson sisters. Ooh, good one, Brittany, especially at Halloween. 
Lindsay Ray says, I agree with Figment. My husband says John from the Carousel of Progress, and I say Bluey's dad. I've never watched Bluey. Riley's a little bit uh, out of that, but um, we get enough Australian on the show, you know, uh, from week to week. So I, I don't know if I can do another <laughs> Australian show, extra, uh, Australian voice for the week. Um, let's see here. Sean says, Bing Bong. Sean, I agree, man. It's, uh, look, he smells like cotton candy. You used to be able to meet Bing Bong in Epcot across from the character spot, which was really cool. Uh, Anker says, Han Solo. John Castano. Ooh, this is a good one, Mike. Hitchhiking Ghosts. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah, really cool. Be good. <clears throat> um, Jeffrey Newbauer says, love Abu. Or Abu, yeah. I used to say Apu, but it's Abu. <laughs> um, That's Alan Simpsons. Oswald says, Curtis, or uh, Alan Oswald. Alan, Alan Curtis, my good buddy, says Oswald. Um, Anker also says, Moana or the Dreamfinder, per Amy. Okay, that's Amy's. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Oh, Chris Lear, kind of going to your Hades, Pain and Panic. They're, uh, they do have those characters. They're on the Disney Cruise Line, so you can see them uh, on there. Um, uh, oh, uh, Rick Reagan says Mike Stolfi. He would like <laughs> to do a meet and greet now that he lives here. Um, I, I agree with that, man. Uh, I although I get to see you all the time. Let's see here. Uh, Jeremy Hall says 101 Dalmatians. Who wouldn't want to pick with that many puppies around them? I agree. Uh, Phil Odinger says, I still go back to when they were going to do a villain section of Disney World with uh, a bald mountain ride. I wish they'd have villains available to meet all the time. Phil, as you can tell, they made our list. Sarah says, Yzma, another good one up there with Kronk could hang out. And Matthew Flinky says, Duffy. Um, that would be another great one. Duffy is kind of a lost cause here on the Walt Disney World side of things. We love Duffy. I've got a couple Duffy sitting back over there on the couch. Guys, out of all those, what stands out to you, Mike? Well, do you wonder who Cobra Bubbles is? Yeah, yeah. Just gonna know who it is as soon as I tell you who it is. Cobra Bubbles is the major character from Lilo and Stitch franchise. He's the former CIA agent who became oh. a social worker. I'll yeah. show you a picture of him. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's uh, a good one. I think out of the, all the ones that stand out, I think Figment would be awesome. I mean, you know, we yeah. love Figment, so I think Figment would be the one that would love to see out of that list. I'm kind of shocked he didn't make our list, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> He's that great. Uh, Dan, out of all those. Well, actually, what Jeremy said, I was actually thinking of putting on my list initially, and uh, it was the 101 Dalmatians. I thought that would be really cool to go in a room with a bunch of little puppies. I guess the only like downside to that is, you know, at some point, pee everywhere, some, <laughs> pee everywhere, poo everywhere, and some kid's gonna get bit. So maybe, maybe that's a, a bad idea. You put a camera in there, that would be awesome to watch. I mean, it's just like, you know, oh, yeah. just puppies going crazy. I always watch the Puppy Bowl, man, during Super Bowl week. You ever watch Puppy Bowl or just a bunch of puppies of running around? It's the yeah. greatest. It's the best. How can you ever be upset if you're watching the Puppy Bowl? They should just mm -hmm. do that all the time. They should have a puppy channel on TV. Whenever you're feeling a little down, listen to DDP today while you've got the puppy channel on in the background. Man, positivity all around. Very cool. You know, one of the great things about having these meet and greets is you get some amazing pictures. Uh, I mean, whether it's the photo pest photographer taking them, whether it's your significant other taking that picture, there's some amazing photos. And you know where you should put those photos? On our DDP Today Facebook page. You know why? Because we have an amazing DDP Today family. They have some great pictures, and that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's time us to for get our Picks of the Week. Well, Dan, it's great having you on this week, so why don't you give me your first pick of the week? Okay, well, I was kind of going through here. I was trying to figure out who would be good, and, you know, it brought me back to our cruise, actually, in, in 2019. And this uh, this fellow was with us, and uh, we had a couple of drinks, had a good time, 
And that's Shannon McPherson. Uh, first ever family trip with seven McPhersons. The highlight was Whispering Canyon. Looks like they're having a great time. Uh, I'm jealous. You know, that's one Disney restaurant I have not eaten at yet. Really? Really? Yeah, I need, need to do it. Very cool. Justin, what's your pick of the week? I'm going to go uh, with Kevin Hopkins. This is a really cool story, guys. Uh, you know, last week I was telling the story about how um, I thought Katie, you know, would, would never go to Disney with me again after I completely, you know, we were out on the on the boats, on the water, and the little racers, and the water came into the boat, and she got absolutely just soaked, and, and we had dinner that night. Um, and Kevin Hopkins posts, he, he puts a picture um, of his kids in, in one of the little boats, but they're not the Disney boats, but he says, Hearing the guys tell stories about the mouse racer boats was great. I still remember all the fun colors zipping around the lagoon in the 80s and thinking how neat they were. I unfortunately never got to ride them. However, flash forward to being an adult with kids and having a buddy who's a third-generation boat builder, and when visiting his family's lake house, the kids get to zoom around in uh, Two Cove in Little Red. They also have a yellow one in the museum section of their shop. His father built the original boats rented out on the lagoon way back then. How cool is that? Talking about having a piece of Disney history that you get to interact with um, you know, whenever you go visit the lake. I absolutely love it. Kevin, thanks, man, yeah. for uh, for uh, posting that. That's awesome, man. That's a great yeah, story. that's really cool. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Raymond Good, and uh, his wife was at the spa, so he was out with the kids. They got a picture with Mickey, talking about character interactions, and uh, great pictures. Look, they're having an absolute fantastic time. So, Raymond, you have my pick of the week. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, always great pictures. I know the Smiths, they were posting some amazing pictures out in Disneyland. Looks like they had a great time. Um, I kind of mentioned on this show, look, multiple DDP Today families that you can join from the running page. Um, of course, the patron page, that link's right below. Also, uh, if you want to do us a huge favor, if you like the show, if you like what we're trying to do to build a community of positivity, people that love Disney, love going to create those memories as a family and as this family together, uh, slap us five stars, leave us a nice review. It helps us grow the show, reach more and more people each and every week. Also, make sure to check out our side shows. Uh, my, my good buddy down there, uh, Dan, on Universal Unleashed. We got the news with Cat Dupree. Make sure to check that out. We've got split stays with Joe Q. Um, and look, I'm still, still working on settling down and getting Dave uh, on to record some Walking with Walt and to record some Disney 8. Um, just with timing and uh, having all these shows, guys, it takes a little bit of time to sit down and get those done because that is a lot of research, and I want to do it right for you the first time. If you've not listened to the first season, make sure to go back to Disney 8 and uh, listen to those eight episodes about the eight most influential women in the Walt Disney Company. I'm going to leave you guys with this question before we head over to Patron. Mike and Dan, would you ever want to see in the Disney parks a Walt Disney meet and greet? Mike, I'll start with you. No. No, I just think it would tarnish it. I think that, uh, I don't know if it would do, no matter how good they did it, if it would do it justice, if it was a, um, you know, like a like a face character or if it was a hologram or whatever, however they did it, I don't know if I would be comfortable doing that. I just think, let it, let, let it be left alone the way it is. Uh, Dan? Yeah, I'm with Mike on this one. It's just that that almost be a little too weird for me. I mean, because I mean, with the technology, who knows what's going to happen in the next 20 years? You know, with you know, because don't they have like holograms in movies where they they can kind of bring characters back and like right? So I mean, like I suppose something like that could happen. I just I don't know. I just kind of 
like to go with my memory of Walt, and you know, I don't, I don't need them to bring that back. I don't think nothing's cool. I'm completely with you guys. I think it's a terrible idea. I hope they never do this. Um, I think it's a uh, actually be a little creepy, and I think that his legacy and what he's built, you don't need that. You know, he, he people already kind of see him as a character, and they don't realize that he was a you know a man with a family and kids and you know failures and you know yes he what we walk into is some of his greatest successes but he's a lot like a lot of us you know he has his ups had his downs had his vices had you know um and i think seeing him portrayed in that way would be just kind of strange so i'm uh, yeah i'm right. fine with a walt statue yeah. the walt statue is just fine yeah uh, uh, nothing, nothing's family. cooler than mm-hmm. seeing the kids dressed up as walt yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh patron family I am excited to bring you tonight's show. Uh, these guys have no idea what we're doing, but I did send them a text earlier, and it was a shopping list. And that shopping list uh, comprised of multiple different ingredients. They have no idea what it's for. But I will tell you, patron family, stick around, because I've got something really special for you on the other side. Before we get to that, let's do some closing words. Uh, Mike, I'm going to start with you. Uh, listen, I had a great time talking about some of the you know fantasy meet and greets we could possibly get. I mean, there's a lot of great ones out there. Patreon family, you came up with some good ones also. Um, I almost posted in the group that I was a little nervous about what was going to go on the show tonight, the Patreon show for the after part. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that, but I don't know if it's in a good way or in a scared way. But uh, And Dan, thank you for coming on, man. I, you know, yeah. we, we love having you on the show. Um, you're, you're a great addition to this family. You've been here since, I think, episode one. So um, yep. it's nice to be able to uh, have you on with us. We love having you, and the mic is always open for you, my friend. Oh, I'm just I, I'm so happy to be able to join you guys for the night. Uh, it was a great time. I love talking Disney characters. Uh, I thought it was a great list that we came up with. Uh, and yeah, I am a little bit nervous about the Patreon show. Uh, just about an hour and a half. I was uh, cooking a scrambled egg for some reason, and I really don't know why. <laughs> uh, just, to give, just to give everybody an idea. Uh, before we head over, Mike's shopping list was an apple, peanut butter, cheese, pickle, one diced onion, bread, salt, pepper. Um, and uh, Dan, we modified your list after a little bit, figuring out you'd have some of this stuff, but butter, sugar, pickles, Oreos, hot dog, bread, jelly, orange juice, a, uh, um, and, of course, a scrambled egg. Um, so I'm not going to tell everybody what we're doing yet. We're going to head over and, uh, and do it over on the patron side. Take a little break. We're going to gather our ingredients, and we'll meet you all over there. Uh, DDP Today family, we love you. Have an amazing week. Keep the positivity. Have some fun this week. Smile, okay? It's going to be the best week ever, I promise you. Why? Because if you think it, it'll happen. Right, Dan? If you think it, you'll win a free cruise, uh, just like I told you the other day. It didn't work. It didn't work, but that's okay. You still had a good time. You're still smiling, and that's all that matters. DDP Today family, we, we appreciate you. Keep moving forward. Keep it positive. Until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that's a wrap.
This has been YDF Media Productions.